0: Welcome to the Do Something Beautiful podcast. I am your host, Leah Darrow, and I share with you inspirational people who are truly doing something beautiful to make our world better. We are inspired by Mother Teresa who said, do something beautiful for God. Do it with your life. Do it every day. Do it in your own way, but do it. All right, welcome back, my friends, to the Do Something Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Dero. Today I am, oh, I get to have a great conversation um, with the beautiful Alex DeRose. Alex and I are going to cover this topic of wounds of women. So, this is going to be a three part series. And in fact, over this time of three little mini podcasts, we're going to be going over the wound of women. The next one will be the wound of dreams. And the third will be the wound of babies. And so we're going to kind of go over this. Um, Alex uh, DeRose and I came up with this idea, oh gosh, a few months ago, and God willing, we're finally able to record it. So let me introduce our guest. Alex is a Catholic wife and mom of four boys, four boys. Her and I have that in common. We both have four boys. We have a background. She has a background, not we, she has the background as a family nurse practitioner trained in NAPRO technology a pro-life, pro-creative approach to women's health care, and a fertility care practitioner teaching women and couples the natural design of the female cycle, basically fertility awareness, NFP. So that's right there. I could stop there. We could have a whole conversation about that, but don't worry. We're going to talk about that as it kind of sprinkles in throughout the, these, these three podcasts. Currently right now, Alex is in a season as a homeschooling stay at home mom. She is using her blog and Instagram, follow her on Instagram, my friends. She's a joy, joy to follow. Um, She joyfully encourages women in their motherhood. (sighs) Don't we need that moms? Oh gosh. So she encourages us in our motherhood, in the Catholic faith, pro-life healthcare topics, basically just everyday femininity. Alex promotes a vision of mothers choosing joy. In the small things and their dignity and motherhood, she's one of those voices out there that you want to follow to make sure she's in your feed. Really does take Instagram for the good. It makes you you walk away feeling encouraged and empowered, and you just feel like someone else is also doing that same thing that you are doing as a mom. So, Alex, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Leah. I'm so so excited to be here. Yeah, so am I. We we are. We have we have a lot to talk about. So
0: we're going to do three mini podcast. And the first one today is on the wound of women. I mean, there's just <laughs> there's so much that should be broken down a little bit more, but what we're going to do for you is we're going to discuss a little bit of what this is. there are there are, unfortunately, it feels like more reasons than not where women are being attacked. Um, motherhood is being attacked, our children are being attacked in many different ways, uh, morally, uh, spiritually. And so what can we do? There's a lot of things we can do about it, but what we're going to do here in this podcast is really try to uncover what this wound of women is. It's going to be particular for each one. We'll kind of go into that, but also the background and the history of it so that we can understand this wound of women and ourselves as women and how we can really move out of that place of woundedness to healing, because that is ultimately the goal. We we were not called to stay wounded. We all are by sin, but we were called to move into healing and to begin that process and kind of continue that process as, as long as we can this side of heaven. So Alex, let's, let's kind of go into this. Um, Where do you see this beginning, this wound of women, like in your mind, where do you see, like, you know, start here in this whole process?
1: Yeah, Leah, I love this. And I love when we were talking about this, how there's, even though there's so many different differences and variations in our in our femininity and our womanhood how we all have this universal universality that we can all relate to where we came from the first woman and we go back to Genesis and we were talking about this how we go back to Genesis and we just start with Eve and we talk about this original wound from the original sin and how like we were saying how it says in Genesis okay Eve is she, there's going to be this pain in childbirth and she's going to have this you know she's going to have these pains you know, deeper meaning. What does this mean in childbirth just related to her wholeness as a woman? And, you know, it can be universal to any kind of thing that we're birthing as women, because as women, right, we're called to that birth, we're called to that new life in whatever vocation we have. So I feel like that's where we need to start with this conversation. And I think it's really great to just bring all women and all, ages and vocations together to say, okay, we're all, we're all universally tied to like the first woman Eve. Right. And I think that's where we need to start. Right. Leah.
0: Yeah. I I completely agree. So we start with, with this process of God made Eve and God made Eve to be in perfect relationship with God, the father and God made Eve to be in perfect relationship with Adam, her husband. And so this is before the fall, before original sin, excuse me, I've got my, if you see, if you're watching the video, I've got my great Captain America bandana. on because I was cutting carrots as a part of my motherhood. And this is the, this is the pain that I got from original sin. Um, anyways, it's not really true. It's not theologically sound just in case somebody's like, what's going on? But when we go back and we go back to Eve, which there there's meant to be before, before sin entered in, there was this perfect alignment. There was perfect order. These relationships were beautiful there. You know, Eve was loved fully by Adam. Adam fully loved Eve. Eve fully loved Adam. There was mutual trust. There was a complete fiat, complete giving. And that fiat was possible because they had proper ordered self-possession. They were fully self-possessed of themselves. They were able to fully give themselves and trust the other to completely take care of them. So they were, they surrendered. They were submissive, right? Being under the mission right of of each other because they were under the mission of God the Father who loved them and made them out of his image and likeness things were amazing they were just it was a joyful beautiful time okay the one that we can't even imagine yeah. but what we do know and what we what we can understand is what happened afterward because afterward when after original sin came into place again they were naked and they were ashamed right they became aware of the effect of that sin, of what it did. And that sin brought them to a place where they experienced that shame. And there was the break in relationship. There was the break in their relationship, not just between Adam and Eve together. That relationship also had a break, but there was a break in the ultimate relationship between humanity and God the Father. And so that's obviously the salvific work of Christ is to, is to bind that back together. Um, through his passion, death and resurrection, we know this, but the process of going through the wound of women, we have to go back to where it was, how it was supposed to be before, but then what happened during original sin and then what happened afterward. And one of the effects was that there would be pain in childbirth. And we think about this pain in childbirth and it might be very quick and easy for us just to say, just to understand it, just for those words, pain just in childbirth, like there's no other pain before or after, but that childbirth is really Yes, it's true, there will be pain in childbirth, but there's also pain in all of the things that come forth through the life of woman, through the life of woman who's been made to mother. We've all, all women have been made with a womb. All women, biological women have been made with a womb. We have been made to be in relationship with another. Our womb is a theological insight and symbol, and reality as well, that we've been made for God, the father, we've been made for our creator who made us that we are not meant to do this on our own. And if our wombs never hold an actual baby or not, we've been made to be mother. We've been made to nurture and to give life. And through original sin, there'll be pain through that, no matter what kind of what that looks like physically, metaphorically, or spiritually. And so that pain in childbirth pain with our fertility is something that Alex, I know that, you know, a lot of just in your background. Can you kind of speak to that of like how you see this wound of women, um, touch on that fertility piece?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I just love that. And I love it's, it's so related to what you're saying, Leah, how we all have a womb and what, what we're birthing, what we're mothering as women, the world is trying to shame us of that. And what are those messages that, you know, this is a wound that we, we all it's almost from osmosis. What are we ashamed of when it comes to our wound and when it comes to the our birth as mothers? And and so I think that that, you know, we were talking about just bringing awareness to that. I think sometimes all these messages and, and all these, you know, struggles in the Christian life or anxieties, if we can raise awareness to wait, what are we fighting against when it comes to our body, the sign of our body and our womb, and then how we're living that out in our life? And what are we fighting against? So I think um, the step one is just to to recognize that and to go walk, start walking on this journey of understanding our bodies. And that's, that's like where the fertility piece comes in. And there's like the theological piece of understanding the theology of the body. And then, you know, the the theology of the body when it comes to the scientific fertility and how we were created in our fertility. So that's, I just think that that's so great for women to, to start there.
0: Yeah. And because there, there is, there is that womb, the, the wound of women, it, it really is a wound, a wound centered around our womb.
1: That is, can we start that? That's awesome. We, we just, you just made that up right here. (laughs) leave the right
0: there. <laughs> yeah, crazy to Jesus Christ and all things. So but there is that wound is it, it is at the center of the womb of women because it is so attacked. We are shamed if we don't have babies. We can be shamed by the world if we have them. We can be shamed if we have them and then that's just all we do. We just stay home. And we just have all these babies. I mean, there's so many things. There's an attack on the very place that we can give life. And you see, this is the tactic of the devil. Lucifer himself, he looks at women and he's not just saying, "Hmm, well, I can get her in these areas of vanity. I can get her in these areas of gossip. Okay. The number one place where he will get us is the place where we will give life, where we will work with God, the father, the creator of all of us. And we will co-create with him new life, a new soul made for Christ Jesus. Mm. You see, there is a womb battle going on. The wound of women begins in the womb. Mm. And we need to kind of take this back and be able to look at this. Like we have been made to be a wonderful, powerful act for good in this world, even our womb and the, and the struggle the struggle that we have is sometimes not the struggle that we have chosen. We sometimes adapt, um, actually not adapt, but adopt the struggle because we think or hear or have been brainwashed into what the world is telling us about ourselves. So we think our fertility is the problem, or you know, working women are the problem, or the stay-at-home women are the problem, whatever it might be. But the real battle is not with these other women. The real battle is not with celebrities. The real battle is not even with the sexual revolution. The real battle. Is what is going on right now within our hearts and souls of what, uh, of, of what, you know, the father of lies is trying to attack us to again, further that break in relationship with God, the father. With a series of fresh and relevant scripture studies, the Walking with Purpose program gives us ladies a safe place to explore our faith, refuel and really focus on the conversion of hearts, including our own. I'd like to introduce you to three really beautiful products that the Walking with Purpose purpose program has the first one is called fearless and free i love those two words fearless and free is a six lesson bible study based on the book of ephesians so this study it provides a a really wonderful foundation that to stand on like whatever happens in life it's wonderful i have this i love it it's really really great the next one is called be still And Be Still is a 365-day, it's a hardcover devotional collection just to renew your mind and help you look at things from God's perspective every little bit, day by day. It's a wonderful gift for yourself or for someone else. And then the um, the third product that I wanted to share with you is Praying from the Heart. And it's a guided journal. The Praying from the Heart Guided Journal is this private space where you get just to share your thoughts and your feelings with God or really just anything, you know, He brings to your mind as you pray. And so they're just, these are wonderful. I love all three of these. I have them right here as I'm looking at this, and I have been using them. But I want to tell you something, for the month of September— The Praying from the Heart Guided Journal is 20% off. This month in September, 20% off. But here's the great thing. For all of you, my very wonderful, fantastic, do-something-beautiful listeners, you can get 15% off the Fearless and Free Study, which is that six-lesson Bible study, as well as the Be Still Uh, Devotional. That's a 365 day hardcover devotional. You get 15% off that with the code Lux15. L U X one five, and so that gets you 15% off those other two products. So grab that while you can. The offer is good through September. 30th. And you want to make sure you check out walkingwithpurpose.com for all of these products and more. And you can learn more about their ministry, all the wonderful things that they do right there at Walking With Purpose.
1: Oh, amen. Oh my gosh, Leah, This this is so powerful, this wound that starts in the womb. And I just love that. I think women can feel a lot of freedom in all of us acknowledging it together, like to, to unite us as women and say, there's a lot of freedom in acknowledging, okay, this started from Eve. This started from the beginning. This, this wound is, is all universal and there's, there's a way of overcoming, which I maybe we won't get to yet, but who's the, you know, who's the one who overcomes the wound of Eve and what's her tagline of yeah, and receptivity. Right. And I think that like, you know, just stay tuned for all the ladies here because there is that word freedom there's so much freedom in acknowledging that and I think like you said the devil wants to divide and keep us anxious and keep us secluded and you know anything that we're struggling with when it comes to it fertility in our womb yes there's knowledge there that I'm passionate about sharing which the practical knowledge let's get all women out there understanding the practicals because the majority of women don't understand the practicals of how's their body made what's going on each month like what's the, what's naturally there what are my you know, pro-life natural options. So that's to come. And I think that's really powerful and that will give a lot of freedom. But um, just starting with that acknowledgement of like you said, that this is a war on our womb. This is a a, a universal wound. Um, There can be a lot of freedom that can unite us as women. Amen. Yeah,
0: amen. And I think, you know, going back to this wound of women, it looks like, you know, what this is kind of unfolding to be, it's a wound of relationships. Hmm. So we have this wound of women from the very beginning. So we have this wound of relationship between us and God, the father. Do we trust him? Are we following what he wants for our life and not what we think he should want for our life? And then there's the wound between us and men, the wound between us and and our spouse and our husband our male counterpart, the men that we're dating, the men were the, the man that we're engaged to, not the men you're engaged to, all just one. But we have this wound between between the opposite sex. Oh, yes. And like, do we do we honor them? Do we do we do we trust them as well? Now I'm not saying that we become a doormat. I'm not saying that we're just like, oh yeah, I fully trust you, even though all of your actions say that I shouldn't. Like, no, of course not. Come on, people, we need to have common sense, of course. But I think that It's fair to say that many women do have a wound with men. We've Mm -hmm. been hurt, maybe betrayed or lied to, whatever it might be. And that could be from uh, a platonic relationship, like maybe with us and our dad. It could be something between us, maybe even in a priest. It could be between us and uh, boyfriends or uh, a husband as well. But Mm -hmm. either way, that relationship has wounds. And then there's relationships that go on too. And as we struggle, the relationship that we have with our womb. So the relationship we have with our very selves and our fertility, you know, you have that. And then of course, how we see other women, that relationship. Wow. How, I mean, it still is a, it still is a wound in my own heart that I continue to offer up to the Lord of, of the wounds that I have with other women, especially other Catholic women. You just kind of feel like, wait, I thought we were all supposed to be getting along. And then why is there just feeling like this constant attack? and a lack of collaboration, um, in just the community of building up the kingdom of God. And that happens as well. And we, and those can go back, those relationships with other women for us can go back to like, maybe when we were a little girl, or maybe there was like a bully in grade school, you know, and, uh, who just, you know, really got to us. Maybe there's experiences in elementary school or high school or college, whatever it would be that kind of unfortunately form us. And if we don't, you know, begin to To rewire that process of how we see ourselves and what type of a woman we should show up to with our girlfriends, with our male counterparts, with God the Father, those relationships will continue to have that wound. And if we don't begin that healing process, like the saying goes, um, if you don't heal your wounds, you'll end up bleeding on people who didn't cut you. Mm -hmm. And so there is this the whole point of our podcast today is to really bring up this topic the wound of women. And then bring us bring us to a place of awareness to like know like okay what is going on within our own life how do we see these wounds show up because it's going to be very particular don't you think for every single woman like it's not going to be completely universal everyone's going to have the same thing
1: absolutely Leah oh my gosh I just love what you said and I think like that that whole idea of you're talking about relationship and where's our cut off with relationship and it does come back to that word receptivity where. What's the wound that's blocking us from being receptive to the relationships with the men in our life? Because you know the word submissive. I mean, yeah, we can totally unpack what does that really mean. I mean, the the biblical under the mission, and that's that's so freeing. But if it's under the wrong mission, then yeah, we're not supposed to be receptive. We're not called to be receptive of that. So, like you said, I help like identifying where's the oh my goodness, you can hear my toddler. I'm sorry. (laughs) Where's the wound of being receptive in any one of these relationships. And then, and then we can almost easily call it out in a way like the path to healing can almost be, you know, easily, um, identified.
0: And how powerful is that for us to us to unpack and begin to see with eyes of God into our own heart, into our own life. And we see the wound. And then we give it back to Christ. We're like, "Okay, Lord, I give you this wound. Heal me, Lord." And then we just put it at the foot of the cross, right? Where all healing takes place. And so I think that that's that's kind of like where we where we want to end up, really, today with it with this topic. And you know, Alex, I think that that's I think that it should be our challenge. What you just said. So I think our challenge should be based on what Alex just said. An amazing key point is. We're all dealing with relationships. So the wound of women is dealing with relationships. So how, like, what do we do about it? Okay. So those wounds, those wounds of relationships go back to that lack of receptivity because we were fully receptive in the beginning. And we know, right. That Eve and Adam, we have original sin because of that. Christ is the new Adam. Mary is the new Eve. And so you see that line through salvation history of what's going to happen at the end. So where do we need to go for healing? We need to become receptive. So then we can see, like you said, our our challenge should be where in your life do you see that you're not fully receptive? Mm. And then from there, maybe like, why write it out? And I encourage you with this challenge to write it out on paper because it gives you distance between yourself and the words so that your eyes can see and it can just be away from you. It doesn't have to be always internal. And it gives you a process to really release and just put it out there because I have a feeling that most of us, many of us have are carrying these wounds and they just stay within our mind. They stay within our heart and they don't go anywhere else. And to almost get it out and put it some someplace allows it to have that space on that paper and not take up any more space
1: in our mind. I love that, Leah. That's such a great challenge. I love it. I love it. And it goes with the tagline that you just invented with the war on our womb too, because the receptivity is, it's just that call of womanhood that, so all, we're, all of us are going to have, and that's freeing even, I know for me, is, that's been freeing for me to hear that, you know what, like you, I'm not alone in this struggle of receptivity. You're not alone, right? We're all dealing with this because we all came from Eve. We all have a womb. <laughs> So we're all going to have this, this war on the relationships, the receptivity and, you know, with, within us. So I think just what does that individually look like for each one of us? Yeah. What does it individually look like for you? And that's an awesome challenge because that can definitely lead to healing.
0: Amen. And that's what we want to do. So, so that is your challenge. That is your challenge for today. Alex, we have so much more to talk about, which is why we've kind of made this bite sized pieces because this just going over the wound of women has been a lot to unpack. Honestly, there's been so many things stirring in my heart as we've been talking that have really just been opening up my heart a little bit more to some windows in my own life where I'm like, oh man, I just thought about something that happened last week. And I'm like, there it is. And I just need to unpack that more in my own, in my own time. So this is one of those, those conversations that we need to kind of sit with a little bit, which is why it's a little bit shorter, but it's, it's jam packed with such truth from, from, from our Lord that I think we need to spend time to be receptive to that challenge and to be begin to see exactly where maybe we're not as receptive as we should be or can be. And then look at what we can do to change that because that's part of like, you know, the cycle of being a Christian is like, we, We want to come to a place of awareness that Christ and the Holy Spirit enlightens our mind, enlightens our heart to begin to see with the eyes of Christ, you know, to become aware of uh, our sins, become aware of our, like the traps that we fall into, the triggers, be aware of the wounds. And the next stage is always going to be conversion. It's going to be turning our life over towards truth versus to ourselves. And then through that, that next process is really just being in mission with Christ Uh, and so that process, that cyclical process is where, is where we kind of want to begin and to be, so to begin it, we're just going to become aware.
1: I love that. And Leah, stay tuned ladies, because you said a trigger word for me, which is the word cycle, because this is how we're going to relate this to the, to women, because what do women have that's related to our wombs that is unique to women? We have a cycle. (laughs) And so our body relates more than men. you know, it's God chose us as women to uh, relay that cyclical cyclical truth of everything in the world and the Lord through our body. And that is amazing. Mind blowing, right? That we have this cycle that we go through just like Leo was talking about with the cycle of the church and relationship.
0: I, this is so good, Alex. I love this conversation. I'm so thankful that we're doing this. Praise be to God. All right, my friends, this has been, this has been such a joy to talk with you, Alex. Thank you for, for coming on. I can't wait to have you back because we're going to do this again For two more podcasts, this is just one of three, a three-part series right here. This first one that we've been doing, as you know, is The Wound of Women. Um, Our next podcast will be on The Wound of Dreams. And our third one wraps up with The Wound of Babies. Stay tuned for that. And remember, my friends, whatever you do today, whatever it might be, whatever is going on, even if you're at the very end of your day, do something beautiful for God. Find a way and do something beautiful for the Lord. All right, my friends, God love you, God bless, and we'll talk to you later.